Welcome to Surge, Create Portage County's Business Accelerator Program, which is connecting ideas to the power of community in central and north central Wisconsin. Over the next few weeks, we'll interview 27 entrepreneurs about their ideas and connect you, their neighbors, to them. We've got an exciting round of ideas this year, and we cannot wait to see which ones come to fruition. Surge is sponsored by Prevail Bank, always encouraging our community to pursue what's possible. Brian Kalish is an English teacher turned MBA student and around-the-clock local business advocate who wants to provide a new avenue to local businesses. COVID has illuminated the power of on-demand e-commerce, and Brian sees no excuse why a similar platform doesn't exist for locally-owned stores, especially when consumers need to find a product quickly. All right, Brian, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here. Um, so I don't know too much about your idea. Do you mind giving me some background? Sure. So the idea is um, is to create a local version of Amazon. Do you want me to go into the, the yeah big yeah go this into the it. big stuff? We this love is this. It, okay. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the idea came to light around um, it was like around Christmas. So every Friday night, we make pizza, like handmade pizza at our house, and uh, so we made the pizza, and I got the pizza cutter out, and as I was cutting the pizza, the pizza cutter broke. Mm -hmm. So I did the natural thing that anybody would do and went to Amazon and ordered a new pizza cutter. And then, of course, two days later, it arrived. And, um, you know, I didn't really think too much about it. It It's just a pizza cutter, Mm -hmm. simple utensil. Yeah, and magic, like, it's there. Yes. So um, the next next time that we made pizzas, um, I got it out and, you know, I started to and we had been talking that time about COVID and how's how it's affecting local businesses, stuff like that. And so I got the pizza cutter out, started working on the pizza. And I was like, you know what? I would have been happy to buy this pizza cutter from a local like retailer, a mom and pop type store. Mm-hmm. But like I said, naturally just went to Amazon because that was the the place that I knew I could get it and it was going to show up a couple of days later. Um and so uh, we started talking about what the barriers are to buying simple items like a pizza cutter from local stores. And um, what we realized was that if you could sort of remove some of the barriers to people like me or you purchasing simple items that come from local retailers that probably given the choice between buying something from the actual Amazon versus like buying from a local place, most people would gravitate towards the local place, we, we thought. So um, that's kind of where the idea came from. And the vision would be that, um, you know, you as a consumer go to this one website, you type in an item just like you do for Amazon, but the results that are returned to you are from like mom and pop type places. So it excludes big box retailers and Amazon obviously itself and um, limits your results to a, you know, whether it would be by zip code or something like that, but um, a relatively confined area so that you would be able to either walk to or drive to this, the place, pick it up after work or something like that. Um, and so that's that's sort of the concept would be, um, you know, to, to remove the barriers that make it difficult for shopping local. I think everybody says that they want to shop local and it's philosophically, it's a great uh, cause to sort of like rally behind. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to actually doing it, um, 
you know, there are barriers that exist. And so we're trying to remove those barriers to make it really simple for people to find what they're looking for, except to get them from local places. Sure. So that's always like a, a, a big question for people is when you define define local, you could come up with a, a variety of of restrictions. You know, you could make your radius 10 miles. You can make it just a zip code. You can make it right. your whole county. You can yep. make it the central sands region. Yes. Um, do you have an idea of what you're thinking about in terms of local? Sure. Yeah. So um, I live in Wausau and the uh, I think the original concept is that, um, you know, like I'm I'm on the east side of town. If that means anything to anybody who would <laughs> east side of Wausau. You know what I what I think of it. It would be pr- relatively restrictive to start out with. So maybe you're talking about like some of the local places uh, and and locally owned businesses that are like in the downtown area, or the surrounding kind of like downtown area, or maybe within the city limits itself. But in my in my mind, you could always zoom out, and you know include like even Mosini or like Stevens Point or whatever but that the initial sort of like results would be would be pretty restrictive it'd be close enough maybe even to walk like like i said to walk to these places sure um within a reasonable you know walking distance and um but then if you you know obviously if you couldn't find what you were looking for within that those uh that geographic area you could zoom out farther and then hopefully find it from a local place that would be uh, within driving distance Sure. That would be my hope anyways. Gotcha. So great. A lot of people use Amazon to get to their products. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to identify your target market at all? And what would be some characteristics of your, your market? Yeah. So I've done um, interviews with, with two sides. So I've talked to several local small business owners and um, not pitching a product, not like trying to sell them on this idea or participating in something like this. But essentially just gathering information mm-hmm. um and i've also talked to consumers just normal people friends of mine and again not really sort of telling them much about the idea itself or like oh i've got the solution like would you do it because i don't want to influence the information that i'm or bias it in one way or another um so i've talked to two groups like i said of people um and i think that what i've been hearing is that kind of what i said before that philosophically people can get behind the idea of shopping local so from a consumer's point of view um anybody who lives that i've basically that i've talked to that lives in wausau it seems like amazon or big box retailers are sort of the default place that they would go to um and so when i ask them if they consider shopping local or like what their um you know what barriers exist to them like maybe purchasing things from local places it seems to be like location, um, distance it takes to get there and in time. So, um, so I think my target market is basically anybody who would buy anything on Amazon. Uh, so that's obviously a pretty wide group of people. Yeah. Um, but I think the, and one of the problems that a lot of the people I've talked to, I've talked to maybe 10 or 12 people, um, and just made notes, um, is that, uh, what they've said is that they don't always know what, a store has has to offer so if they don't know that like you know in my example there's a bookstore that's in wasa yankee bookstore and they have tons of stuff in there and they may even have a pizza cutter i don't know <laughs> but the point is that if i don't know that they have that item there there's no reason for me to go there to right, shop. right okay on the other side of things the the business side of things what i what i'm hearing a lot is that um businesses 
that are very small and locally owned don't have a lot of marketing budget. And so it's hard for them to reach out to these people who who don't know what they've got to offer. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and so this is possibly a way to bridge that gap and maybe can solve a problem for the consumer where it'd be easy for them to search for what they're trying to find and get it from a place that they want to get it from. And maybe it solves a problem for the business that can't reach everybody because they don't have an enormous marketing budget. Um, but if they were participating in something where their results were returned to somebody that uh, had searched for a certain item, then that person would know that that store offers that product and that would, again, bridge that gap. Right. That's an incredible awareness tool. Um, and I appreciate you answering first the question, explaining how important it is for you to have conversations with the retailers. Um, I mean, they, they are the the makeup of your product. Yeah. And so, I mean, like I said, I haven't talked to them directly about like, oh, well, I've got this idea and it's like, I can solve this problem for you. And here's the product. Or it's mostly just was like a, an information gap. But like I said, several themes emerged. And one of them was, you know, like I asked, I, I would typically ask, how do you, how would somebody find you? Or how would they know that you sell whatever the thing is, X, Y, or Z? And um, a lot of them said it's just like word word of mouth. A lot of them it's like social media type stuff and whatever. But um, so there's, you know, it's difficult as a small as a small business to reach beyond like word of mouth. If you get a customer and you've got a good product, then that person might come back to you and they might spread it to two or three other people. But there's a whole, you know, world of people that are out there, even within small towns like Wausau and Stevens Point, that could be not only initial customers, but like repeat customers once you've developed that relationship. So, I mean, again, hopefully we can get to a point where we've got a working kind of like prototype of this and then we can demo it and kind of see what actually happens. And I, I'll say too that if if these, if this assumption and sort of this, this research that I'm doing is wrong and people say that they want to support local businesses, but that, that the convenience of an Amazon delivering it two days later, if that's a, if that's something that uh, is more important to people than supporting local businesses than this, you know, then this isn't going to work. Right. <laughs> I think you have to be presented with at, at least presented with the option. So you've got Amazon on one hand and you've got something that'll give you local resu results on the other hand and um, give, at least give people the, the choice because that doesn't really exist right now. Like, you know, if I wanted to search for a, a product, we can use my pizza cutter example. Um, from a local place, I'd have to go to Amazon or sorry, Google and s search for like, I don't know, kitchen stores or something like that. And then you have to go to the website and then you have to search within the website and then you'd hopefully be able to stumble across, but it's, it's too many steps. Yeah. And I'll also just say really quick too, that um, it, my belief is that this COVID environment has changed the way that consumers, you know, buy things. So the businesses that will be successful and that will emerge from this once the vaccination, I I think it's sort of like uh, unrealistic, I think, to believe that once everybody's vaccinated, it's just the streets are going to be flooded with people again and everybody's going to be going in and out of stores and stuff like that. I mean, I think our habits as consumers have been changed. So there's obviously shopping online, delivery type stuff, but there's also like pickup. That was never a thing that I could ever, you know, before COVID, it's never something that I don't think people really thought about. But I think that that's, that's something that will continue beyond uh, even when everybody's vaccinated and we get back to the happy world that we live in. Um, I think people's 
habits have changed as consumers. And so maybe there's a way that we can help uh, small businesses continue to thrive like in that universe, Um, whether it's offering pickup or, you know, in my mind, you're buying these things online and you're you're going to the store to pick it up or you're doing a curb pickup or whatever the case might be. But what I want people to do is to like park their car in front of the store, the local store and see what's in there or go to the counter and pick it up inside there so that you as a local person who's buying this thing, maybe you've never been to the store before you walk in there and you see, well, they've got all this wonderful stuff. Right. So hopefully there's a way that, like I said, like that local businesses can meet sort of the, the, um, the consumer where they are and how their habits have changed because Mm -hmm. of like pandemic related, um, yeah, you know, the whole situation. Absolutely. I got a little bit of your background. Um, and I appreciated you sharing more about your personal, personal story. Um, why do you feel like you are the right person to create the local Amazon? You've already, you're, you identified a really great, uh, point. You think the iron is hot right now, right? Why else do you think that you are the right person to create the local Amazon? Sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) I don't, I mean, I don't think like I'm the the golden like child, (laughs) like, you know, (laughs) Oracle person that like, I think anybody probably would, would maybe be able to um, put themselves in a position to approach this type of a, of a problem. I think, you know, I, like I said, I'm a consumer and I believe in buying things from local places. And I just recognize the fact that there's a lot of barriers to, you know, for somebody like me that that really believes in it. And I'm willing to spend more maybe to buy something locally than I would mm-hmm. uh, uh, to get something off of Amazon or whatever. And it's even hard for me, somebody who like really believes in that and like really wants to support local places. So for somebody who's less passionate about it than I am, um, it, you know, it's even harder for them to sort of, you know, to find stuff locally or to want to find stuff locally or whatever. So, um, I mean, like I said, I think I'm a consumer and I just kind of like recognize that I want to do what I can to sort of like help these small businesses. If there's a way to do that and bridge the gap and, and remove some of the barriers, um, I did run a small business of my own uh, from about 2010 until right up until last year when the pandemic hit. And it was a uh, local media uh, business. Uh, we focused on local sports. So it was a lot of reporting and video highlights of games. And um, we did a little bit of live streaming and stuff like that. So as a small business owner for those 10 years, um, you know, I recognize sort of the, the plight of small businesses and there's struggles with like marketing and advertising and, and things like that and just how tight like budgets are and everything like that. So I guess I do have a little bit of perspective from the the business side of it. And in addition to your small business experience, it sounds like you are pretty you're a very community minded individual. You're already helping support some local farmers through some of your other work. Right. So um, the, we're in the early stages of creating our um, web design company. And yeah, so we've done work for um, local uh, organic farmers, one in particular, uh, Cat Becker or Cattail Organics uh, in Athens. And um, yeah, so just doing web design work for uh, that type of customer. Um, You know, what I've realized and found to be true um, in the course of designing websites for businesses like that is that they just don't have time. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like you you get to understand them as people and you get to understand their businesses and what their strengths are and where they need help. And a lot of people who are small business owners are not necessarily like website, website designers or 
um, know how to create like an e-commerce, like function, a well-functioning like store. Um, and so I think that does give a little bit of perspective as far as like, you know, again, you understand the business side of thing. And if there's, if there's a way to sort of like help to bridge that gap um, and let them do what they do best, which is run their business and help them to, to, to match up with the people who are looking for their products, then, you know, that would be the best result for, for everybody. Perfect. Yeah. So you're still exploring the idea. Um, if you were going to form a team around you, what sort of skill sets or connections would you like to have to accelerate your launch? Yeah. So I've part of this is trying to figure out what's tech from a technical standpoint, what's, what's possible. And with computers and coding, it's like anything is, of course, anything is possible, but, um, to get from like nothing to a functioning, you know, version of this would be extremely expensive. Um, if you were to hire developers or whatever and like start from scratch or whatever. Um, so I talked to several friends of mine that are um, like one college friend of mine is a kind of like high level engineer computer person at cars.com. So I went through the whole like idea with him and we sort of like fleshed out what was possible and what wasn't possible. I've talked to people at UWSP um, about how this could work and what's manageable and what's not manageable. Mm-hmm. And, um, so the people that I need, uh, currently right now, there's two of us, um, that are kind of like working on the web design stuff. And then in the background, kind of like trying to flesh out how we could make this, the little, uh, Amazon idea work. And, uh, so there's pe- some coding skills that are like, are necessary. And then I think it's a lot of it is, um, again, just sort of like those people skills and talking to businesses and consumers to find out what, what they need and trying to, um, not just like come up with a solution and then force it on people It's sort of like listen to what people want and what they need and then work from there. Gotcha. So you, you need to connect more to to consumers. I think so. I mean, I said a lot of the interviews have, it didn't necessarily change what I hope the outcome of this will be, but it definitely has given me perspective from, you know, a wide swath of people and how, just how they shop and how they, you know, what's important to them. Well, we're so glad that you are here in central Wisconsin doing this work. We're really excited to see uh, the outcome. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to shop locally online uh, through a local Amazon soon. Yeah. Well, we'll look forward to it. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for having me come down. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Yep. Brian is in the market for feedback from everyday consumers about how this service should look for us. So please hit the link attached to his episode to chime in with your advice for a local Amazon. He's also at the point where he's looking for partners to pilot the service with him. So if you're a store owner in central Wisconsin, now is your opportunity to shape another way your product can get into our hands. In the meantime, Brian asks that we all consider paying our local businesses one last virtual visit as we emerge from the pandemic. If you would like to join his team, partner with the local Amazon, or send along an encouraging note, please visit createportagecounty.org backslash surge and fill out the form attached to his episode. Ideas are built in community, so make sure to get in touch with our participants. Surge is brought to you in partnership with the Small Business Development Center, CAP Services, and so many of our community members. Lastly, thank you to Prevail Bank for helping us pursue what's possible. Surge, which idea will prevail? Yeah.